welcome everybody to Desire the Fire podcast. Yeah. Love that intro we got going. <laughs> I'm personally more of a rock fan. I know uh, Andrew wanted a hip hop intro, but Chandler wanted a uh, hip hop. Chandler wanted a hip hop intro, <laughs> but I'm a very stubborn man. I don't uh, know, understand why you keep calling me Chandler or Andrew, dude. It's force of. I habit. don't understand how you tried to you try tried to change it and then you changed it. <laughs> I still do, I still can't understand it. And I can't get used to calling you Chandler anymore. Why? You know, old habits die hard. You can't te- teach an old dog new tricks. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it then, cause your original habit was Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> you never call me Andrew. I know. Somewhere along the line, I just decided I was gonna call you Andrew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> welcome back to Desire the Fire. Fire. Uh, so, uh, it's been a long week. You know, every week we record this. Uh, I find that many things happened throughout the last week. Anything interesting happened to you? Throughout the last week? Throughout the last, like, 10 weeks? <laughs> last 10 weeks. Yes, it's been a long time since we've actually recorded this. We're actually uh, at a different location today. We're in L- L.A. Yeah. Actually, we got a new sponsor, a legitimate mm, sponsor. We're not we just got a about sponsor. This. I don't know who would want, who in the right mind was crazy enough to actually allow this to happen. And we actually get to use their location. Yeah. We're very For, now. For now. For now. For <laughs> now. Until <laughs> we, we trash it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we're going to start rock star. <laughs> we're going to be rock stars in here. Along with that rock music. <laughs> no, but uh, shout out to 8th Light Studio. who's 8th Light Studio. Boom, 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 boom. They don't That's have a tagline right. yet, but yeah. so we're going to make our own jingle for them. <laughs> Every time we do 8th Light Studio, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> we'll get a soundboard to be able to p- put that out there, too. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, shout out to 8th Light Studio who's allowing us to record. You can find them at uh, 163. 36 West 8th Street, which is why they're called 8th Light Studio. Cause nice. 8th Street. Um, yeah, and you'll find them on the third floor of the, the office building. Uh, if you want to find out more, uh, you can uh, find that information. Uh, actually, you can just uh, tweet tweet at me, and I'll be able to forward that over to you. Tweet you at where? Uh, Super Dan Zero. Super Dan, Dan zero. zero. The number zero. We'll, we'll try to incorporate some uh, contacts into the show notes. Yeah. And just yeah. so you can just click in and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but they are... Uh, and you can you can email space. us email us at uh, desirethefirepodcast at gmail right? Yeah, yeah, we have a official Desire the Fire podcast email. So if you're looking for rates and uh, hourly rates and studio times and availability, mm. go ahead and you have multiple ways to contact us. Yeah. Don't contact me because I have no association with this place. They just let me come here, kind of. I sneak inside. <laughs> I do the janitorial work here. That's how I got. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, we also have another sponsor. Uh, it's called The Creative Chase. The Creative Chase. Uh, Andrew, you want to share a little more about this sponsor? <laughs> this is my website. <laughs> this is my website. <laughs> a nice Nord in there. <laughs> Steve Urkel actually oh, going on. <laughs> I am the real life Steve Korean Urkel. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's thecreativechase.com, right? Thecreativechase.com. Um, I just put, I put podcasts up. I write stories. Right. Maybe we shouldn't mention this anymore. <laughs> I feel kind of like weird. Okay, it's a little different. Uh, it's like it sounds. Uh, it's very creative, and it's chasing that. <laughs> yeah, Pali, you can you can find some of our other podcasts. Uh, not necessarily Christian. <laughs> Extremely, one's nerdy and one's uh, worldly. Well, it's not our fault. It's the people that are on there with us. <laughs> we associate with the tax collectors and and uh, what lepers, <laughs> prostitutes. Following Jesus' example, you know? <laughs> okay. Following Jesus' example. Oh, we're never mentioning that ever again. This is the last uh, time we mentioned that website. Okay. 
by the time you listen to this, we might not even be hosted on that website anymore. We're just poor. <laughs> we're just poor <laughs> Jesus lovers trying to maximize what we have. Hey, we might be poor in this world, but we're rich in the kingdom of heaven. We got golden bricks. I hope. But that's even poor because that's basically pavement. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, right. po- we're poor in both places. They said jewelry no! is going to be like sand up there. So Yeah. I want, I want those many crowns. Many crowns. But even that's... Crown of yeah. righteousness. Okay. Crown of... I don't know. They're just being greedy there, buddy. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, Jesus did say to work for a treasure. A treasure that doesn't <laughs> work for treasure. <laughs> treasure. Treasure. Heaven, dude. Treasure. Treasure. That's my word now. <laughs> oh, it's been too oh, long since we man, it's, it's been a long day, too. Uh, I think um, since we have spoken, I, I actually moved to a new place. Mm. So I'm not at where we last recorded anymore. I think um, you gone on a honeymoon and everything too. I do. I went on a mini honeymoon, and um, I'm actually going on a honeymoon next. The actual honeymoon is like in a couple weeks, so like three weeks. Isn't that an awesome, wife? She's uh, opening herself up to you for two honeymoons. Actually, she wanted the two honeymoons. Actually, my wife did too, but I just couldn't afford <laughs> <What>? it. <laughs> we had a mini honeymoon and a real honeymoon. Oh, so where y'all going on your honeymoon? Or the um, real one? The real one. We're going to Cancun. Oh. So we're gonna hit that place up for a while, and Sin then Sin City number two. Sin City number two, isn't it Macau? Oh, or like sure. Atlantic City in America? Oh, that's true. Atlantic City's pretty. Well, why are we talking about sinful things? <laughs> you sinner. Because we're Repent, sinners. for the kingdom of heaven is near. Okay. All right, let's let's pray. Let's pray together. <laughs> Jesus, forgive us of our sins. He's actually praying with his eyes open. I don't think that's how you pray, buddy. But in the Bible, <laughs> it never mentions that you have to pray with your eyes closed. Touche. <laughs> All right, so yeah, something's happened, and uh, it's been a while. I think we had a we had a couple lunches, met up a couple times. I have no friends besides Chandler, so <laughs> basically, only only times I ever eat lunch with Chandler. Because uh, all your friends actually work for the company that you work at, and they're all gone on missions. <laughs> they're all gone on missions, and I'm so sad and lonely oh, here. Oh man! Should, some days there's nobody in the office except me. Are you serious? This huge place? I am so. You shouldn't mention that. <laughs> Someone's gonna come here and, and rob us. Not rob you, but it's okay. We have security keypads on every single door. <laughs> like that's gonna. Help. No, but I can... you just walk out and then don't walk in. <laughs> but the security codes are so complicated. I don't even know them <laughs> they're, all. They're complicated. Sometimes I forget which code gets into the bathroom. Oh no! You have to cry out for help, and it's kind of embarrassing. Oh man, I'll be screaming my lungs out. Okay, right. <laughs> so enough about us. It's about Christ, right? Jesus. And one Jesus. of the ancestors of Christ that are very notable in the Bible is King David. King David, right? The king, the, the king. I believe he's one of your favorite characters out of the Bible, right? King David. He's the warrior prince. That's also a bard. <laughs> he's a bard. He's a harp warrior. <laughs> harp warrior. Isn't he a liar? Oh, yeah, liar. Not a harp. Harp's liar, big, man. L-A-I-R. You don't you don't carry that around. <laughs> liar. <laughs> Have you seen an actual harp being played? Yeah, actually, it's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. It's funny because the smallest women ever are the ones that are playing that. It's bigger than them. Dude, I don't know how they sit down and they reach the farthest strings. But don't they have to sh- support the instrument on their? No, shoulder? dude. Not, oh, not, really? not the harp. Oh, not a harp. Okay. Dude, that thing. Band, they, that thing must have been like five hundred pounds, seven hundred fifty. At least a car, I feel like a small car. It's like moving a maybe a small not, maybe grand not. Piano. Yeah, something like that. But it's upright. Yeah. <laughs> That's intense. Okay, so oh, David man. didn't play the harp. He played the lyre, right? L y r e lyre. Yes. And um, he was also very militarily active. 
<laughs> Say that again for me. Militarily active. <laughs> oh man. Um, but one of the things that I his, found really uh, cool about his weapon it, of choice was a sling, a sling and a stone. I don't think he ever used that again in a fight after that. <laughs> Could you imagine him running around? <laughs> people, he's like, I slayed Goliath with this, and the Philistines like, no, no, the sling of death. The problem is, as soon no. as somebody gets close, <laughs> it's like, oh shit, and then he just whips them yeah, with, with the, the sling, sling. <laughs> and then he throws a Everyone stone like instead marks. of. <laughs> I don't think they'll die from bleeding. It's just they'll be swollen all over the place. You Man, know? could you imagine if you ran out of uh, ammunition? Yeah. <laughs> ammunition? But ammunition? Then you use like rocks, right? You can find that anywhere. But you, you run can rocks, run out. You use like bones of like dead warriors and stuff. Oh, shoot, man. That's so scary. That's Could you imagine people fleeing bones of dead I warriors at you? Body parts flying at you. Could you imagine this like guy grabbing a guy's arm and just, a dead guy's arm, just pulling out his freaking and forearm? And he's praying as he's doing all that, too. He's praying. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my talking gosh, talking about psychos. Uh, okay, King David, King David. King David. This is one of the craziest podcasts. It's amazing. <laughs> we're, we're on fire. This is how we uh, release our stress, by the way, so... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, we were going to talk about King David's mighty men today, right? Mighty men. King David's mighty men. They're just... You want to talk about G.I. Joe's? they got nothing on these mighty men. <laughs> Dude, just about anyone in 300 has got nothing on these guys. Dude, none of those 300 guys. King Leonidas has nothing on these guys. Yeah, but then, you know, like, the reason we can actually say that is because the Bible has written accounts about how many people they killed. <laughs> Amazing. It sounds weird when you say it like that. <laughs> These men have killed this many people, and it's inside the Bible. Yeah. So the Book of Life. Book of Life. <laughs> Not really the Book of Life. The but basic instructions. Basic instructions before, before leaving Earth. Yeah. But yeah, you know, like uh, there's a lot of guys, and you know, uh, it's an old joke. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but uh, like whenever you get hurt and you go up to your friends, they're like, "Dude, what happened?" Um, you know, there's that old joke going. Oh, I was in a fight, 20 versus 1, and I was part of the 20. And they're like, dude, you weak stars. <laughs> you know, but uh, no, this is legit. <laughs> legit stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Among David's mighty men, so there's 37 of them all together, right? Where can, where can you find this in the Bible? Oh, uh, you can find it in Just two so places. that people can read it? Right. It's one of my favorite parts to read in the Bible. Yeah, this this particular story. Yeah, right I've oh. read it a couple times. Really? Uh, many, many times, actually. Actually, the second half gets pretty boring. It's just a list of names. About it, this part? Yeah, this part. Yeah, so the intro talks about four or five guys that it goes into real in-depth. And the second half is just, and then this guy was there, and he's the son of this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the actual, like, sequence of what happens in the events yeah. describing these people is just, I was like, man, I can see it in my head. It's pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, but um, so you can find it in the Bible in two places. Uh, the first place is Second Samuel. Actually, does Chronicles come before Samuel? Oh, I forgot my... I think so. I guess the first place you could find it is that technically in First Chronicles then, chapter 11, verses 10 to 47. And then the second place you'll find it is in Second Samuel. No, Samuel comes before Chronicles. I'm thinking about it. Because Prophet Samuel talk, anoints David. And then oh, there's no kings. kings before the kings before the... Right. So it is Prophet Second Samuel. Samuel. <laughs> second Samuel comes first. Oh, sorry. We, we study the Bible and still don't know it. That's why we study all the time, right? And do our daily QTs. But anyway. You're right. Uh, second first, second Samuel, Samuel first ki- second Kings, first, second Chronicles. Right, Ezra, okay. Nehemiah, Esther, Job. Yeah, so uh, if you know the Bible, you can think through it li- logically, hopefully. But uh, Forgive us, Lord, for we have sinned. <laughs> Not just because of this, but like many other things we just <laughs> talked about. Uh, but yeah, you, you'll find it in First Chronicles 11, 10 to 47. And you'll also find it in Second Samuel 23, uh, 8 to 39. 
And so what it tells us is there's about 37 men, right? And then there's uh, three. From those 37, there's exceptional. Right. These three that have kind of stood out for themselves. And the Bible kind of goes on to explaining them. But there's also, I was reading um, commentary on this by... I don't know which Whitfield it is. There's a G Whitfield and a F Whitfield. Okay. G Whitfield we're all familiar with, but I think it might have been. I love your initials. <laughs> There's this guy named G and this guy named F. <laughs> they, they're both brothers, Whitfield. It <laughs> didn't parents. clarify which Whitfield it and was. They have a sister named uh, C. C Whitfield. <laughs> oh, man. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I think this is from F Whitfield. I believe his name was Francis or something like that, but... um. According to him, there are two groups of the three. So there's the first primary uh, group of three. Alpha group. Alpha group. And then the beta, Bravo. Alpha team. And, and Bravo team. <laughs> alpha and Bravo. And so the alpha team is the one that's really <laughs> extraordinary because this is where one dude kills how many? A team. A-team? Yeah. A-team. A-team. One guy kills uh, 800 people. How do you say this guy's names? This guy's name. Uh, so his official name is Jashop Bashibath. What what are we what's this uh what's the other name? Did he go by a different name? I believe he went by this other name, which is Jashobim. Beam. So we're gonna call this guy Jashobim. Jasho Beam. <laughs> what up, Jasho Beam? Jasho Beam. That sounds like a like a final move and like Jasho Beam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, with this Jasho Beam, he killed eight hundred people. With with his Jasho Beam? No, the Jasho Beam. Jasho Beam. <laughs> dude, he's gonna like beat our be, be this guy when we go to heaven dude. this guy <laughs> anyway this guy is, yeah. he killed 800 people that's intense because and this is the time before guns <laughs> yeah you know, you're <laughs> yeah. i believe you know the bible actually says he killed 800 with this one spear i don't know how that works i don't know how you not dull your spear i wonder as maybe he had a technique where he um where he thrusts the spear and he sharpens it at the same time. So he hits your bone in a specific angle. So it, your bones sharpen his spear. So your bone your... sharpens his spear as you die. And you kill like three or four people in a straight line. Oh, in a straight line. <laughs> That's intense. But yeah, it, the Bible says he used the same spear, his own spear, to kill 800 people. That's that's ridiculous. That's like even beyond video game numbers. You know, even you saying it right now, I can't comprehend that. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Cause have you seen Dynasty Warriors? When you play Dynasty Warriors, you see your kill count or whatever. Well, I thought I was the only person in the world that played that game. <laughs> I played I played the Gundam version. Oh, okay, little attack <laughs> moment here for <laughs> both of us. Doesn't um, it have a kill counter? It does, and if you're like go over a thousand, then it makes a big deal. Oh, really? It. It's an achievement that uh, you uh, a okay. trophy that you can. Okay. Unlock. I don't have any consoles, so I don't know. I just, I played it at a friend's oh, house. Oh, yeah. I've heard from my friend, too, actually. <laughs> no, no. Mine is true. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me, Lord. I'm a sinner. <laughs> yeah, but he killed 800 people. If you imagine that, if you've ever visually seen 800 people, they they make up like a cloud of people around you, you know? It's intense. If 800 people around you, when, when you're at like a conference, yeah. and you see 800 people around you, That's a lot. you and start- they rush at you. Oh, the guy in the back has to wait at least like four hours before he can get up to you. And <laughs> I know, eating. dude. He's all eating lunch. He's like, all right, I'm going to get you. <laughs> he points, he's like pointing at the guy in the middle. Let's he's like, I'm going to get him. Let's get this you one. You wait. Let's get this you wait one. right there. I'm coming. <laughs> you have to wait in line for that stuff. And it's pretty intense because poor guy, He, does, he I mean, if he's got people coming at him and at him and at him, he hasn't had any time to rest or take a breath. And the moment he decides to take a breath, I mean, boom, you're dead. 
So he's just going on and on and on. Special adrenaline. It's one of those sto- like one of those stories in the Bible where like Elijah he got fed three lo- three cakes and he ran for three days straight. There's some. He's these guys are yeah these guys are mutants. <laughs> these guys are real life mutants, man. Yeah, there's something else about the spirit of God, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it is, shoot. But yeah. Well, yes, yes. I, well, if you want to put it in a holy way, I was like mutants, <laughs> and you're like spirit yes, of God. Yes, enough sin from us today. <laughs> yes, yes. Jesus empowered these men. Yeah. Gave them gifts. Yeah, but it's just like mind blowing. You know, I I don't know if you've ever gotten a fight, and I got in, I got in one fight in middle school. And it's kind of dumb because we got beat up like right away. But it was two of us versus ten. Wait, wait, wait. two versus ten. You two versus ten people. Yeah, uh, me two versus ten other guys. And holy crap, dude, what, okay, what started this? Uh, so we're kind of racist back in middle school. Okay. You know, we kind of divide up in our yeah, races Yeah, yeah, stuff. yeah, that happens. And, uh, I'm an Asian guy, and, um. You and your Asian friend? Yeah, me and my Asian friend. So this is kind of stupid, because there's this Hispanic brother, uh, I don't know if he's a brother, actually, but this Hispanic guy. Dude. Hit up one of my younger friends, uh, so I was in eighth grade at the time, and he All was right. seventh grader. This is up. definitely the perfect junior high scenario. Yeah, yeah. right. This, this like, is what it happens. No, homie, you don't mess with my little brother yeah, like that. And yeah. Like, and so you know, I hit him up, and then he got scared, and he went to his friends, his eighth grade friends, his eighth grade friends. And he, he well, you, you were in eighth grade. Yeah, I was in eighth grade. Oh, too. so you know these, you know so these I knew men. Some of these guys. Actually, I was cool. With you know these eighth grade men. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it wasn't just men. There was like one or two girls in there too. Oh, jeez. You dude. know, you can't hit a girl, so it's not fair. I don't think women should be invo- involved in a fight. I think. With what, men. I think. Because I know myself, if I get in a fight and they're doing it and I was fighting two against ten mm-hmm. and there are girls involved and they're hitting me, mm-hmm. I would hit them back. Because you don't know who you're fighting at that point. I mean, logic would tell you you want to go for who appears to be the weakest first. Really? I just yeah, go I mean, for who's attacking me. No, because you got to take out the weaker guy so that you get at least one less guy who's on you. But then... Interesting. Like, honestly... I usually people, go for a weapon and just you have to fight cheap at that point. That's true. But, you know, the moment <laughs> you start busting out for. weapons, then everything's fair game. So Yeah. So the longest out. weapon wins because you got to keep them away Yeah, from but you. then you can get hit by that same weapon on the other side, <laughs> oh, too. Oh, that's so. true. That's true. That's true. So you got to be careful, man. You don't want to be... Well, at that point, you things. just don't care. But, okay, wait, wait. Your story. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. so uh, basically, he went to his friends, and um, it wasn't fun because uh, after school, I was walking home with my buddy, and he and I, we just lived the same direction, so we walked back t- from school together, right. and... And these guys came around, and it was just ten, but they had us fully surrounded. It was a full circle. Yeah, it was just ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm saying it's just ten. It's almost the full apostles. Homeboy Jasper Beam here fought eight hundred, dude. <laughs> and you had you and your other friend against yeah. ten. And we got so it was like up. one on five. Yeah, dude, those odds are nuts, because one person beco- could be coming from you at the front, and you could see maybe to your sides a little bit, but there's always somebody behind you, and that one guy from behind you, one sucker punch, and you're just down. On one hit, and, you know, after that, once you go down... How long did you last before you went down? Dude, it was like two hits. <laughs> you were two hits yeah. and you are done? I got one kick in on somebody, and then the sucker punched in the back, and I was down. And You know, thankfully, because we're all in middle school, we weren't that strong. <laughs> so, no hospital or nothing like that, but all the... all the Dude, man, ten people on you, you could die. I, I So, what I think happened was there was like two or three guys that were chickened out and I'm just afraid to lay hands on anybody. Yeah. So, I had a good three, three guys kicking me and stuff for a while. Yeah. That wasn't fun. And then it's still crowd mentality against you guys. Yeah, yeah. And then they start coming. But then, you know, <sighs> after they saw us getting, like, coughing out, vomiting a little bit and stuff like that, we were like, okay, we're done here. Man, your childhood, it feels like you guys, like, grew up in freaking, like, 
I don't know, like Inglewood or something. And I grew up in such a safe neighborhood. Yeah, that's dude. what I'm saying. Man, but it's just you get mixed up with the wrong crowd. There's a the wrong crowd everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. I mean, there's that story back in Fullerton. Um, they made a movie on it. Uh, Better Luck Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch that movie. Rated R. Rated R. It actually got filmed at my school. Oh, really? Cypress High School. Oh, man. And that's like the one thing that every Asian family knows about. Cause it actually happened to like, you know, the Korean family, we all kind of know each other. Like, Was it Korean or were they Chinese? No, I, I'm pretty sure they were Korean guys. Oh, really? Anyway, <laughs> enough about past. We're talking about further past in Asian <laughs> history. <laughs> past. So, so the second guy, second guy's name is Elazar. Elazar, yeah. He fought. And basically, here's what was going on with him and the next guy, Shama. So basically, they tag teamed it, but they were in a battle. Back to back. They were in a battle, and everybody else in the Israeli army was retreating. Like, they were running away. But these guys were like, no, we can't run away. We got Hold the front. Yeah, it was basically one of those things. Hold the front. And then everyone's just like, heck no. <laughs> so you got one guy. I'm sure one of these guys was running away, and they're like, oh, shoot, the other guy's still there. Okay, I'm going to go back then. But then it's like, he sees the Philistines or whatever, and yeah. then he's just like, nah. <laughs> So it, it's it Goliath's brother over there, man. <laughs> Sons of Gath. Sons of Gath. Yeah, but basically, Eliezer, I believe, is the one uh, that fought. He fought so long and hard that his hand froze up. Now, this happens when you've exerted your muscles a lot and, like, until, like, beyond, like, what they're capable of doing. But his hand wouldn't let go of the f- sword after he after he was finished fighting. Yeah. That's intense, dude. Like, that mean that's he's one of those legit people that might actually, like, if he was stabbed... He might die standing up holding his sword and stuff. Oh, those those guys. You know, like, like Red 13's dad? Yeah. Oh, Red 13. <laughs> well, we went total attack with this episode. Red 13's dad. Wow, yeah. He was Final fighting Fantasy off the, the Gi, the tribe of Gi. Oh, man, I, I don't remember that far back. And he was uh, on a, remember he was on like a cliff and then he was like standing on the cliff and he was um a stone. Yeah, he turned into stone. Stone and stuff. And you see, oh, man. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Crying about the wrong things here, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, but have you ever, um, have you ever like chopped wood before or something? I have. Or like held like something, a, a tool, and yeah. then just went at it for like four hours. Dude, yeah, four, even like thirty minutes. Even sometimes. thirty minutes, like you let go of the thing, and then your hand shapes into that tool. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? And you let go of it, and you're like, yeah, it's still. And has it still that. has the shape. You're like, wait yeah. a second, I, I feel like I have it. Right. It's probably what happened, but. Yeah. Probably over like sixteen hours of yeah. fighting cause well, this guy. I I believe the the record shows that he killed about three hundred himself. <sighs> what are what are with these guys, man? Just like this army, these two guys took out a whole army by themselves. Eleven hundred guys. That's intense. And we're not talking about like I, I, we're not talking about like Call of Duty one shot one kill sta- status right here. We're talking about fight. Swords, You're brawling. Spear through the chest yeah. and like oh man. Anyway, these mighty men are definitely mighty. I think it's kind of a, a underestimating, or it, it doesn't really. It's like downplaying what they really accomplished here. Uh, the rest of the the th- the first six, they essentially have, um, basically the same kind of feats and accomplishments. And for the lack of, or for the sake of not repeating ourselves too often, um, these essentially they've all killed a lot of people or like just had epic battles and stuff like that. And that's why they're renowned as the three and the second set of three. But looking along this line of people, uh, one of the guys that I thought was really interesting was Uriah the Hittite. Uh, we all know Uriah from uh, David's later encounter and his uh, conspiracy even to murder one of his own. But the thing is, I think 
it says so much about the soldiers of Israel at that time. We always talk about the leaders and the kings and the commanders, but Uriah, knowing that his, his fellow soldiers and even the other mighty men are out there fighting, he wouldn't even sleep in a bed when he was called back to Jerusalem. You know, and Uriah the Hittite, knowing his camaraderie that's out there, man, sometimes we just focus too much on the leaders and never on the soldiers. But that's a lot in a lesson, in a lesson of integrity and loyalty that, that could be learned out of that guy. Um, the last story. The last story. The last story. Last story. Which which last story are we talking about? Ah, the last story. Okay, so uh, this is an interesting one because it always had me a bit confused when I was growing up. But there's a story of the th- so the three went out. No, no, no. So start from David. So David. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, basically. They're out. They're running around from their enemies, right? This is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so they're, they're running they're, away from people that want to kill David. Right, and you know, like marching all day, fleeing all night. Marching all day and fleeing all night. <laughs> this is what David was singing in his <laughs> on his camel. He's writing like Psalm fifty-seven <laughs> and two hundred forty-three. Yo, yo, yo! I'm marching all day and fleeing all night. <laughs> I can't sleep on a bed, so I sleep on this rock. While he plays his harp, right? <laughs> Ding 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 marching all day, fleeing all night. So anyway, David's going out there and he got thirsty. And that's like, man, I get thirsty after sitting here for like ten minutes. In fact, I have a bottle of water right next to me right now. But after like marching all day and fleeing all night, he he gets thirsty. And so his men, you know, they want to take care of their leader. They go out there, risk their lives, go to the enemy's well. Fetch a pail of water and come. So back. they go through enemy front lines. Yeah, it's intense. And they go through it to their own water supply. Oh, is that what it is? Probably. Well, we're, they're probably protecting their own water supply. Oh right? yeah, yeah, okay. So the through their supply. own water supply, yeah. like the enemy's water supply. Like the they have to. What, what, what's what's the thought process behind like when you're like you know you're putting the bucket and you're the bucket's going down into the well and you're it like splash. you're just like oh my gosh hurry up <laughs> <laughs> make it go fast but not fast where it yeah. is and stuff right and like you're pulling that thing up and oh man that's gotta be one of the most intense like co-op missions like in the Bible whatsoever right and the it's not even like. What's the goal is not something like grandiose. Yeah, you're not getting like the flag from the enemy's base or anything like that. Like you're not saving any world. <laughs> you're just getting water because your king is thirsty. <laughs> just getting some water because my king. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, 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 hey. Um, Jasho Beam. <laughs> Jasho Beam. Um, what are we, what are we gonna say when we, if we got caught and like we're like trying to fetch water? What, what, what do you think we should say? Uh-huh. Jasho Beam is like, um, we just say, uh. Uh, we got we're lost. getting some water because our king is thirsty, <laughs> and we don't mean any harm. I like how <laughs> these warriors don't have like, yeah, we're getting some water, like that kind of a voice, but it's kind of like they're very gentle, <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen of the Lord. Uh, oh, so man. these mighty men uh, who were very gentle. So that so they got the they got the water now, right? Yeah, and they so snuck like, back out. Be, we gotta get out, right? <laughs> so they're sneaking out, and then they give it to King David, and David. Pours that water right in front of them, dude. <laughs> what the heck? You know, like, uh, you know how how you pour out your drink for your dead homie. That's I don't think did. it's anything like that. Well, I guess the you kind know of what I'm saying is just like, <laughs> but you but know, he like, poured it out for Jesus. <laughs> did you did you have siblings that like ever boss you around? You're the oldest one, but I'm the oldest one. Did she ever boss you around? She tries. Why? 
Uh, actually, I didn't have any siblings, but like my older friends would always get me. Like, Do you have siblings? What are you talking? Oh, about? I mean, not older siblings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my friends were older, and uh-huh. I had to go get them water all the time. Uh-huh. If one of them started pouring that water out in front of me, oh, I would have started crying man. and told my mom right away. <laughs> you know, you can't fight older guys. And stuff like <laughs> you can't. I guess that's the reason older guys don't never got along with me. <laughs> oh, you fought with the I just guys? wouldn't get water in the first place. Maybe uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe I would do something stupid. But anyway, David pours it out, and he says, you know, I won't drink water that my men risk their own blood on behalf of. And you're thinking, oh, is this good? Or is he being a jerk right now? Or You know, there are things that David does. In fact, there are things that Jesus does. Uh, that I, I'm just so confused about, you know. But this is one of those things where he says, you know, because you guys, you men risked your life for this, this water is tainted with your blood. I don't want to be drinking none of that. And you have to wonder, how thirsty were you really that? <laughs> like, you just pour that water out. No, I'm just kidding. But it's it's, it's an, an intense, intense yeah, it's an intense, I guess, in order for David to have, like, really done something like that, he must have really felt like the heart was there. Yeah that he had to convey that to his men before he did that. Like, there has to have been a lot of communication because this is like miscommunication central right now if you just did that. You know, one of the things I think is that David really believed and really loved these men. And he would never want them to risk their lives for something personal like that. Hmm. You know, like, these guys are on a mission. They want to put David on the throne. Yeah, if you think about that too, these guys knew laying down their lives for their king because he wants water, they knew what could possibly happen. Yeah. And so, they were willing to go into it. Yeah. So, so it's both ways. Life. It must be that yeah. David knew that they were willing to risk their lives for him. Mm-hmm. Then how much would he love or have to love them yeah. in order for this relationship to work out? So, so it's an intense gesture of love that, like, you know, it's one of those things that women are like, oh, I don't understand, man. They do, like, the stupid crap, like, pour out water in front of their soldiers and stuff. And, like, you know, there are times women... Where men, we don't understand each other too. There's like this, uh, something intense happens when you start fighting with each, like alongside each other. And there's one of those things where I think it's a deep, profound, brotherly love that's expressed. I will never have you risk your life just for my own personal benefit. And the men, I will lay down my life because you are my king. And so it's pretty intense. But uh, I think it's pretty neat to see all that going on. Um, we actually just wanted to kind of have fun with the Bible today because we've been talking about these issues going on at church and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, the Bible's fun, too. And there's a lot of these stories that are out there like that, too. Uh, but, you know, one thing we can learn is definitely definitely there is something intense when there's good love and when brothers are working in harmony and unison with one another. Now, that's deep. Yeah. Oh, I just pulled it out right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah, but, you know, moreover, like, we really want to encourage you guys, you know, the Old Testament has a whole bunch of this stuff. I know a lot of us get turned off because the Old Testament has, like, book, the book of Numbers and Leviticus, and it's kind of intense. But there's some, ge- like, priceless gems that are with- embedded within these Old Testament passages that we really want to encourage you guys to search out for. Um, but it looks like that's about all we have time for today. Uh, so we just want to wrap up with uh, this last, last word of encouragement. Y'all, it doesn't matter what church you go to, you know, um, just really dive into the Word. Uh, every church teaches pre- uh, reading the Bible. And, you know, I uh, really want to encourage you guys to continue to search through the Bible and see uh, more stories like this. There's an intense load, and we haven't been able, we can't even scratch the surface with the little time that we have. But, uh, yeah, you know. Get excited about reading the Bible. Definitely. Amen. Get excited. 
There's, okay. there's, it's not just um, you should wash yourselves eight times after touching a dead body. Oh, dude, there's like way more than that. You should not eat this food. You know, I got sunburn. I'm peeling right now. I have like leprosy according to the Bible. Oh, My no skin's way. falling off, dude. <laughs> Unclean. <laughs> oh man. So that about wraps it up for this week, Daniel. Yeah. So, um, if you want to. Uh, Give us any of your comments, your feedback, your thoughts. Uh, you can always contact us. There's a couple of different ways. First of all, you can follow us on Twitter and uh, tweet us there. Uh, what's your handle, Chandler? My cha- my Chandler handle is uh, at Boom Chandler. At Boom Chandler. All written out, right? Boom as in B-O-O-M. Okay, no like emojis explosion, Like kaboom. Boom Chandler. And then you can follow me at SuperDan, the number zero, SuperDan0. You could also email us, uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, DesireTheFirePodcast at gmail.com spelled exactly as it sounds yeah make sure you rate our podcast on itunes and stitcher and uh your ratings help us like i guess fuels us to go make sure this is better yeah we want to improve for you guys improve and um give us five stars of course give us five stars you know that's that's the encouragement part but you can be as critical as you want in the reviews let us know what you think let us know what maybe a topic or like what you maybe maybe we reference anime too much (laughs) And yeah, you can Games. be harsh or whatever we need to hear because we have wives that we can go home to cry to. <laughs> so, Is that what you do? Uh, sometimes. Oh, you're a true man. All right. So, uh, yeah, make sure you rate and review. And uh, if you have anything good, um, go ahead and contact us. But re- always remember, 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 we got a catchphrase. Keep the fire burning. <laughs>